Brendan just brought me a drink because he's the best boyfriend in the world. Anyway, what I've got as my cocktail of choice right now is a watermelon lollipop that I've dissolved in the glass of water that I left by my bed yesterday, and I'm just drinking. <laughs> That's what I'm okay. doing. Live life to the fullest, Maddie. Yep. How about you, Abby? What's your drink of choice right now? Like that I'm drinking currently, or that I will choose if I go to a bar both. or something? Both. Tell me both of them. Well, right now I would like a margarita. Oh. One of those, you know, icy ones, like a slushy. Yay. I don't like those real ones with the ice in it that isn't slushy. I like me a nice slushy margarita, please. Gotcha. You know, uh, okay. But right now, I'm drinking nothing. Brief. I had a Gatorade earlier. <laughs> I was thirsty. Brief interjection to tell you a really delicious drink that I made the other day, which is I have all of this frozen watermelon in the freezer, and I just, like, pop it into the food processor with all of the makings of a margarita. Oh, shit. And some, like, simple syrup. And Basically. it's also kind of good for you. It's got watermelon in it. It's right. got fiber. Lycopene. Uh, water, sugar for energy. Basically a vitamin. Yeah, drink that before you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Pump you up. So everyone, welcome to the Sister Time Podcast's sweet tenthennial anniversary. It's our tenth episode, everybody, and this time we mixed it up, and we decided to watch a show that we didn't watch, but that everybody else who's our age watched when they were a kid. So we chose Saved by the Bell. Which we're not looking forward to, (laughs) and with good reason. It was exactly what I expected. Yep. In fact, actually, I looked it up, and it seems to have ended basically, like, two years after I was born. So no wonder we missed it. Oh, I didn't realize that. It seems like everybody was watching it when we were in elementary school. Probably just reruns. It seems like one of those shows that you have reruns of forever. Yeah, it definitely didn't seem like there were any, like, long story arcs. It was just, like, little capsule episodes. They would every now and then, like... toss up who's dating who, that's it. Every other character that they introduced briefly was erased entirely. Most repeating characters were also erased entirely in episodes where that was convenient. Like Screech's girlfriend, who sometimes was there and was a plot thing, and then most of the time, though, wasn't, and then Screech would, like, be hit on by other girls, and I'm like, wait, don't you have a girlfriend? What happened to your girlfriend? (laughs) You may know my co-host, who is always on the show with me. You know, that one. The entity known as Maddie Howard, or at least a series of humans who look very much like her, has appeared around the time of the destruction of every great empire that has ever fallen. And here she is, with us today. But I'm sure it's merely a coincidence. Abby Howard is the pseudonym of a certain well-known romance writer, famous for the Goat Herd Bodice Rippers series of period romances set in the lonely mountains of Scandinavia. So what did you do with your week, Abby? What have you been doing? I've been working. I work hard. I left the house, though. She works hard That was exciting. Money. Well, do yes. you get money? I don't know if you get money. I do. I get all kinds of money. Oh. Yeah. Thank I you, Abby's money. Patreon supporters, speaking of money, for making sure that yes. she does work hard for the money. Yeah, for your money. Thanks, guys. We'll see how many times I break into song this show. Let's see whether I can do it a lot. Don't do it a lot. Abby, you are so unsupportive of my career. Yeah, I don't like to have fun, so let's cut back on that. Let's just have the minimum fun possible. We don't want to make this a fun show. (laughs) Anyway, what did you get up to this week? Let's see. Um, Well, I actually just got back from an appointment for starting my new tattoo. 
finally you'll be just like me and Guthrie. We're so cool. Yeah, finally I'll be just like my two, my cool, tough, tattooed siblings. That's kind of hard to say. Yeah, Guthrie tattooed badass. himself, so you know he's badass. Yeah, he's pretty badass. But I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna get a sleeve. A it's gonna be pretty awesome. That is actually more badass than either one of us, except for the whole, you know, gave himself a tattoo. Which I don't yeah, think but it's not talk. like a good tattoo. Yeah, but he was like what, twelve? I Ten? guess he gave himself a little scorpion because he's a Scorpio. I just got stopped on the street the other day, actually, by this guy who was, like, a really convincing, like, one of those guys who try to get you to donate to stuff on the street. He was, like, yeah, super good at his job. And now I donate $30 a month to a child in need in Africa. Uh, on top of the $7 huh. that I already give to whatever, the $10 I give to the Bernie Sanders campaign, so many other things. I pay more than my bills per month in just donations to people I couldn't say no to. But he stopped me and he told me that since I'm an Aries, he and I are naturally going to be friends. And also that both of my, since both of my parents are Geminis, obviously they're totally the best. And I was like, oh. yes. Uh, uh-huh. And oh, boy. he asked me, like, basically the star sign of every single member of my family and told me all about them. Strange. What did he say about me, though? This is important. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned wrong, that you were but... a Leo. I'm sorry. <gasps> How could you? Well, what, I'm the most cool one. What are Leos supposed to be? What do, are like other Leos than lions? Have really great hair. Is that true? And are yeah, I have awesome hair, Maddie. I mean, your hair is uh, great, but do all Leos have awesome hair? Is that a rule? Yeah, probably. I mean, I read it somewhere, so you know it's got to be 100 percent true and scientific. Uh huh. Anyway, but Leos are also uh, haughty and arrogant <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and full of themselves. Because they're so cool is why. Because they have so much to brag about. Right. They're accomplished and successful. Well, that's better than because me. Because they're so thing. I'm supposed to be that like... thing that Slytherins are. What is Slytherin again? Sly. Ambitious. Ambitious. That's the word. Yeah. Oh, great! That sounds like an awesome personality. Well, you're doing better than I'm doing because Aries are supposed to be like straight up the worst. Like we're supposed to be like no Scorpios are the worst. Well, okay, so Scorpios are kind of the worst, but Arieses are like loud and belligerent. Oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> you butt heads. <laughs> like, because you know how sheep... Sheep butt, butt their heads. You would know. Okay, so, so tell me your feelings about this show. How do you feel about this show? Well, it's bad. How bad is it? But it's not... I mean, it's not like the kind of bad that we like. It's the kind of bad where it's a successful show, but it just doesn't do anything for us because it's kind of just boring subject matter. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel anything. It doesn't make me laugh. I don't like any of the characters. And it just kind of, you know, tries to touch on serious topics, but doesn't do it very well, but wants to, because it wants to have a nice moral message for the kids out there. It's just, you know, the kind of show that I have no interest in, which is why we never actually watched it, because it was like, wait, is that show funny? And then it wasn't. It's not funny at all. Yeah. It's kind of weird, because I feel like a lot of those kinds of shows are trying to go for the authentic teen experience. But exactly. It, they just don't quite grasp it. Because the thing is that it was so surface level. Like, the whole show was definitely so, like, you know, they have mistakes and they have feelings and whatever, but they don't yeah. have the kinds of bizarre, weird shit that you actually have when you're growing up. Like, the things that don't really fit neatly into those spaces. Like, the weird things with, like, let's see, like me throwing up every time I had a boyfriend when I was growing up. Yep. Um, Or, like, the fact that they're friends with Screech. Right. But he just totally takes all of the abuse that they send his way. Because they aren't 
they aren't really his friend. Nope. <laughs> They're just people who laugh at him. He's a nerd who they have accepted into their folds so that they can dump on him all the time and just be like, ah, Screech, nobody could ever love you. You're so skinny and you're weird. What? They never yeah. talk about How it. They never talk like... about Screech's dealing with that because Screech is not a real character. Yeah. Screech How do you just... think kids at our school would have responded to Screech? So Screech is just like a friend that I had and they did not like him. I say friend. What I mean is we were awful. We were awful to him. Oh, God. And that's the truth. Like, people are awful to him. That's what happens when there's a kid who's kind of, like, bouncy and weird and lol XD so random is that they get, you know, picked on all the time. Yeah. And, you know, nobody wants to talk to them. And if you are caught talking to them, then it's like, oh, well, that person's not cool anymore. Yeah. Well, you know what's happened to Screech? He had a sex tape. Who, who would do that? Look at him. Just, just Google this guy and just look at him. So Screech, or Dustin Diamond, grew up and in 2006 released his own sex tape entitled oh. Screeched, Saved by the Smell. So, and of course he claims that he wasn't actually in it and that there was a stunt double who was just supposed to, like, be him, but still. So, yeah, so he was in that. Um, like, lots of other shit, like, I mean, I guess everyone knows this except for us, probably. Like, people maybe, like, kept track of what happened to him and everything, but he's actually- I wanna know what happened to Zach. He's actually in jail now. Not Zach, but Screech is in jail now for, like, four years for, like, stabbing someone in a bar. Oh, boy. Happy ending. I knew it wasn't gonna be good for them, though. What's Zach's last name? Who knows? What's Zach's last name? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Who, by the way, is, like, pure evil. Yeah, he is awful. He is a terrible person all around. Okay, his name is Mark Paul Gosselar, and he is currently 41 years old. He tried really hard to continue to matter. He dated three of his female co-stars. He seems like he's kind of Ugh. similar to, to Zach Morris. Yeah, because Zach did that, too. Yeah. Because it was all on Netflix, and I could see the little description for each episode. So many of them were, oh my god, he kisses his female co-star. Whoop. Yeah. Whoop. And then that that whoop sound every goddamn time. Uh, Whoop. Oh, he was on Robot Chicken. I think he's doing okay. It looks like he's doing okay. Apparently a licensed pilot, um, a race car driver. So many stars are. Whoa, okay, all right, sure. So, all right, so I guess that's kind of what you would expect, right? Zach's a race car driver, Screech is in jail. Anyway, uh, for those who don't know, Saved by the Bell is about a supposed high schooler with a gambling problem, stumbling his way through school surrounded by an odd assortment of other supposed high schoolers. Or, a kid who thinks everyone likes him is actually just a sociopath who manipulates his friends at every turn and continuously makes comments and shrugs at an invisible audience. So I, truth o'clock right now, I only saw, I only watched three episodes of this show. Because it's really hard to find. Did you have a hard time finding it? It's on Netflix, man. <laughs> but I didn't tell you that because I thought it would be funnier if you'd only watched three episodes. It's on Netflix? It's been on Netflix It's this all whole on time? Netflix, Maddie. Why didn't you look there first? <laughs> it's a successful show. I didn't think it would be on there. I guess we're used to the shows that don't make it to Netflix. I, I just had to, oh my god, I'm so pissed, actually, because <laughs> I had to look so hard. I found all of these ones on YouTube. I only found, like, three full episodes on YouTube, and most of them were, like, zoomed in weird, or, like, had a weird frame or something, so I had to just kind of, like, limp through it with, like, the pixelated faces barely recognizing who the... <laughs> and it was on Netflix this whole time? Why didn't you tell me? 
even looked. <laughs> and we're just going through with not Netflix for some reason. Okay. Or maybe you thought it was hard to find on Netflix because you don't know how to search on Netflix or something? Maybe? Brendan is now showing me that all six seasons of <laughs> Saved by the Bell are on Netflix. Yeah. So that would have made my life a lot easier. Um, and I probably would have watched more episodes of the show. And been able to select which horrible episodes you watched. <sighs> more on the episodes later. Okay. For now, let's talk about these horrible characters. Ah. All of whom I hate. <laughs> Even Screech. Who I went in thinking I was going to like. And I did like him for a hot second. And then I was like, mm. Zack. He is a terrible, awful human being. He is always cracking jokes and learning pseudo-lessons that usually boil down to, you did the minimum you could do to be a good person, which is just enough. Don't worry, you're fine. He's just bad. He's always hitting on every single girl. Like, he'll do that thing where he makes a sexual comment about somebody who just walks up to him and they just ignore it, which is what everybody does in these sitcoms. Somebody will just say something to their face and this person will just act like it never happened after the laugh track dies down. I hate it, because then I've actually met people who do that kind of thing in real life. Do you think this is where like, they Like, I used to it? date somebody. They probably learned it from just watching TV all the time instead of talking to actual human beings. Yeah. I dated somebody for a bit who would talk under his breath like he was talking to an audience. Whoa, that's weird. And I was just like, what'd you say? And he'd be like, oh, nothing. And I'm like, I heard what you <laughs> said. You know people hear when you talk. <laughs> Oh, that's really weird. So, so yeah, Zach, awful. For some reason, every single person at this school is in love with him, including the principal, who says, I love you, to his face. Oh. And then it's like, no, I mean, I like you. I mean, we're professional friends. Oh Bye. Oh my god, he would have been slapped with a lawsuit like nobody's business. Yep. Also, one time, Zach walks into the girls' locker room and it's like, oh, I'm in the girls' locker room, and he's, like, live on the radio, and then the principal's like, I heard you on the radio, and walks in with his eyes closed, and then, like, grabs a female student, thinking it's Zach, and then is like, shit, and runs out, and I'm just like, oh, boy. <laughs> that, none of, oh, nothing boy. about that's okay. None of it. No. And Zach, the whole time, like, people were like, oh, my God, get out. And he's like, no way, it's me, I'm Zach, I'm in the girls' locker room. <laughs> so, uh, there's also Zach's love interest. Penny or Zoe or Juliet or <laughs> something. I don't know. None of those names she have practically, anything in common with each other. It's, those are all names that could apply to her, I think. Okay. It suits her. Um, so I don't know what her name uh, is. Oh, but uh, she practically wears... Oh, that's it. Kelly. Yeah. She practically wears a sign saying, I am the love interest, so I am quiet and demure and have no personality or interests of my own besides being a cheerleader for Zach. Yep. Both literally and figuratively. Oh, God. She just, like, whenever she says a line, it's just, like, the most basic thing she could possibly say, like, the basic level of emotion. She has no interests at all. She's just always there to be the pretty girl who likes a boy. And she's just kind of, like, Probably nebulously Zach. good-hearted. Like, she's just kind of, like... Yeah, exactly. You know. She's kind of, you know, good. She doesn't really have opinions. Yep. And that's yep. good if you're a woman. <laughs> just be pliable. Or, you know, don't talk or do anything. Just be there pretty. Be there pretty and cheer sometimes, I guess. You know, always support your male friends, but laugh at your female friends. We also have Slater, who is a muscle teen, uh, the teen with the most muscles possible. He has very cute little dimples and this nice jerry curl. He's Yeah, I had trouble with his attractiveness. Very, I was not seeing he's it. Really, like I was just like, I don't get I don't get it. I was just very blown away by his His Jerry Curl was confusing. Odd. I like his Jerry Curl. 
I liked his look. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't date him. I would date Screech over him any day. Really? Yeah, for sure. I didn't like any look, of them. I mean, like as soon as I was watching it, I was like, I don't think any of these boys are. The after boys the first episode with Screech, I was like, maybe not. I don't uh-huh. know. He's got like this face thing that he does. I'm not a fan of that. They kind of were missing like the bad boy character. I feel like. That's what Slater was supposed to be. He was, like, a bully who was also, he, like, had a bomber jacket. He's got a cool car. He's the bad boy. But he He's also on the wrestling to team. Zach Morris and their friends. But that wasn't the way it was first. He started out as a bully, and he continuously calls Zach preppy or whatever. So he's clearly supposed to be a bad boy, but he's also got the best heart of them all, which I guess is kind of the point of a bad boy. He's just the muscly one who's kind of dumb sometimes, I guess. Mostly what I was enjoying while I was watching it was the outfits. Oh, man, the outfits were incredible. Like, a bunch of them were just like, can you wear that to school? Did they let you wear that to school? Yeah, definitely. Like, midriff exposed, all kinds of awesome stuff with the shoulders. Like, that one chick who is fashion woman, Yeah, that's her only thing. She is fashion woman. Fashion woman. That's all. But she's cool. Like, all of her outfits. There were some where I was just like, I own that. Or, like, I want to own that. Which is surprising, because this is from an era where all the clothes are really ugly. And some of them do have some just hideous things on. Yep. But to the point where you're like, that's amazing, though. (laughs) That's impossibly ugly. And you're owning it. Like, these people can own these things. It makes you wonder, like, what things are going to be like for us in, like, 10 or 15. Yeah. Like, am I going to look back at clothes that seem so normal now and be like, whoa, what was I thinking? And I can't I mean, you've brought back the whole crop top thing. Yeah. But I can't imagine it, like, not looking cool. And it's so weird because I can sort of see, like, it must not be cool. Like, it, within yeah. the next, like, decade or so, it's it must change. But I just can't really imagine how it's going to. It always has. But it seems, like, so basically pretty. But in the future, we're going to look back and be like, whoa, crazy stuff yeah. we were wearing There is one then. thing that's trendy that I just now noticed, which is the maxi-length split jersey skirt. Jersey skirt? Yeah, it's, like, jersey. What? It's, like, t-shirt material. And it'll be, like, all the way to your toes. Oh, yeah, I've seen And, those. like, split from, ugly. like, the knee down. But comfy. I mean, I imagine they're comfy, but they also look like they're really hot. Oh, t-shirt material breathes Maybe, really well. but I feel like I would sweat right through it. And I already... Do you want me to tell you a really painful memory related to teenagers? So it's still related to this. Yes. So once I got onto the train and I was wearing a dress made out of t-shirt material, and I tended to sweat a bit. I sweat quite a bit. You understand. Yes. Um, and I sweat in my lower back a lot. So I was like had this big sweat stain like on my lower back. And I hear these kids laughing behind me. And I think at first they're laughing at something, some YouTube video or whatever. And then this one guy says, like, or, like, the girl says, like, y'all are mean. Like, that's not nice. And then the guy turns to her and is like, but it's a blah, 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 girl or whatever. And she's like, y'all sweat. Like, nobody doesn't sweat. And and then he says, like, yeah, but I don't sweat on my ass. Oh, my God. Yes, you do. Everybody sweats on their goddamn ass, you asshole. I know. And I wanted to turn around and just be like, you know, I have ears, actually. I don't know if you noticed, because I was, like, two feet away from them. But obviously I didn't say anything. And, you know, these were, like, 15-year-olds. And I'm like, nothing even approaching that level of cruel happened on this show. No. Right? That's how real teenagers are. Terrible. shitbags. Even the ones who you think would understand perspectives of other human beings. They want to jump on that, let's make fun of this person instead of me train. Yep. Some people never get over that. It's gross. So we also have a uh, tall feminist who is a character. Um, Jessie, that's Jessie, her name. yeah. Who dates Slater. Yeah. Who also objectifies women in front of her all the time anyway. Yeah. 
but uh, she is constantly made fun of, and she is written extremely poorly. Yep. She always, like, points out something obviously sexist and says, like, a garbled sort of thing <laughs> about sexism, and then everybody laughs at her for thinking that it's sexist. Yeah. Or just ignores her, or it's just like, oh, you, or somebody said, don't you ever turn off, and it's like, oh, oh, man, I can't deal with it. Yeah, can't <sighs> even take it. Then we have Screech. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what Screech is. I didn't really. I don't know. I guess I thought he was going to be more funny instead of just... Weird. Clueless, I guess? He... That was his whole character. Especially in later seasons, he just gets more and more ridiculously clueless about everything. He seems autistic. A little bit, yeah. And then his friends are always taking advantage of him. And he knows it. In fact, in many episodes, it's a joke where it's like, Haha, Screech, you know, we're your best friends. And he's like, yeah, you guys take advantage of me all the time. Haha, <laughs> but you're my besties. And it's like, what have they done to prove their friendliness to you? Because it's not, we're not yeah. convinced. They do all kinds of stuff, like trash his house, put him into a fashion competition? No, a beauty contest, actually. Slater was just like, oh, I bet you, Zach, do you can't make... Uh, Screech win the beauty contest, and he's like, I'll take that bet. And then they entered Screech as a joke, because they think that Screech's whole existence is a joke. <laughs> They're so fucking mean. They're just but Still not awful. as mean as those kids making fun of my back sweat on the train. Oh yeah, something about this show. Seeing a high school that takes place in a time before standardized tests. Ooh is weird. Yeah. Because, of course, we grew up with standardized tests. I started getting standardized tests in the third grade. Me too. And it just kept going until, you know, I was out. And it's just a time where, you know, a certain teacher can have a test, and that's the most important test of your entire grade, instead of like, oh, yeah, whatever, my teacher gave us a test, but really we should be studying for this other one that's like... And also bubble. things like what the fuck? sculpture classes. Oh, we had a sculpture we class. We had a sculpture class because we were a school of the arts. I, and I was like, whoa, they have a whole room for just sculpture? Well, I guess this is a high school in California. But I also so get a feeling rich. like it's a high school in California, and it's also a high school in the 80s slash 90s. Maybe schools were different. They have maybe more stuff. Because, oh man, nowadays high schools have nothing. Yep. Except for if you're like one of the fancy high schools. But that's almost none. That's like, a big city will have one or two fancy high schools that it gives all the money to, and they spend it all on sports. Yeah. We didn't, did we see a lot of sports? I didn't see a lot of sports in my three episodes, did you? Uh, I skipped all of the sports episodes. <laughs> I just did not give a shit. Uh -huh. But there are a few. There is one in which a track meet was important. Apparently everybody's on the track team. Okay. Every single character except Screech is on the, the track team. Screech which is, is the odd, only considering character some of them... who I think would be on the track team. Yeah, he's so limber. And skinny. He's like a greyhound. Yeah, like Slater could not win a race. No, he's so Slater boxy. is too muscly. Yep. So he's like... On the track team, but also the captain of the wrestling team. So it really just seems like whatever is in the episode, they're going to be a part of it. Okay. Because they also are all on this radio program together. So, you know. A radio they just program have limitless in their time. high school? Yeah. They just walk into a room one day and uncover the fact that it's an entire radio station. And they're like, oh, well, let's start it up again. All right, sure. What? And it's full of records still, just under sheets. You don't even Nobody know. Nobody apparently bothered to look in this room How for 10 I would to give. 20 years. So they just had, like, school radio, and you could just listen to it during school, I guess. What? Also, the they principal never was always to listening to it. Well, that's how high schools are in shows. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're just never in class. They never actually have to do homework or anything. It always makes it seem, and this is a big thing I have with schools, like or, like, shows like that, it always makes it seem like school is, like, not a big part of your life. Like, it's always like, yeah, your classes don't really matter, like, none life. of this really matters. And it's just, like, 
that was definitely it's like, the most important part of my life. It was it's eight hours. Yes, a they day. always assume they always assume that the most important part of school for kids is the drama within school. But it's also because that's what makes a good show is drama within characters instead of like drama based on how hard this quiz is. Or like drama based on the fact that somebody does not have time for their entire life due to the fact that they have eight classes to study for. Like calculus And like standardized tests as well. Yeah, like stuff like that. That is your whole life. In fact, there's an episode where one of the chicks is like super scared that she's going to make less than an A on this one test. And people are like, chill out. School's not a big deal. And it's like, yeah, but it, it, it is. It is though. What episodes did you watch? Um, I definitely watched the one with the date auction. Um, and I watched the one where Slater and Zach, I think it's in the fourth season, make a bet that they can get a girl to kiss them first. This girl who's, like, uh, one of the very broadly written feminists who's just like, you can't treat girls like objects. And they immediately are just like, I bet I can get her to kiss me first. And then, like, Zach takes her out on a date, almost manages to kiss her, but then realizes that he's fallen in love with her, and now he can't kiss her because of the bet or whatever. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it's 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 pretty rough, honestly. Because in the end, it ends up being one, like... God. But she ends up with Zach, and she Always. has a crush and on Zach the whole time. So, speaking of Everybody Loves Zach, one of the episodes that I just hated the absolute most was this episode where a girl tries out for the wrestling team and is laughed off the court before they even give her a shot. And then she walks up to Zach and is like, oh, no, I didn't make it out. Of course, this is a girl we've never, ever seen before. And then uh, he's like, oh. I'll help you out. And she's like, oh, what can I do to repay you? And he's like, we'll figure it out later, hot stuff. Oh, God. And, just, and she just ignores it and walks off, of course. She finally gets a shot after the fake feminist character is like, hey, women should be allowed on the wrestling team. Give her a shot. And totally gets behind her and then, like, gets the whole school to get behind her, which is awesome. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. And then uh, she tries out. And, of course, the thing about stuff like a girl can't be on this team or, like, a girl doesn't belong in this entire space, such as, like, comic books or sports or anything that is just a male-dominated culture, where a woman cannot possibly be not an expert or not the best player possible. Right. She has to be super good. So, like, she has to be able to beat the hardest person that they put her up against or else she's not getting on the team. Yeah, which is, like, and that's, no that's not in the episode. That's that just, like, standard. an unspoken... Never. Like, if a guy tried out and was, like the size of a woman, they'd still just be like, oh, well, you're on the team anyway because you put up a good fight. You didn't win, but you put up a pretty good fight, so you deserve to be on the team. But instead, of course, it's like, oh, she blew us all away because she's so expert level. And it's like, how'd you get that expert level without ever getting any practice? (laughs) Yeah. You have to get practice. You have to be a novice at some point. Yeah. But women are never allowed to be novices. Anyway, I have some... I tweeted about it the other day, but that kind of thing happened to me before. It's not bad. It's not like, you know, you walk away thinking that somebody has stabbed you or something. It's not the worst thing that can happen, but it's just one of those roadblocks that women have to hit, but men can just sail right past. Yeah. Because they're a dude, and people expect them to have different interests and that kind of thing. But with women, it's like, if you try to do something like try out for sports... Good luck. You're going to have to be the best player on the goddamn team. Mm. Then the feminist character thinks that this chick is, like, hooking up with her boy, the guy who's the captain of the wrestling team, because she saw them practicing one time. And clearly, like, I mean, wrestling, there's lots of contact, whatever. Yeah, it looks like sex. So then she immediately turns on her and goes onto the radio and is like, ah, no, women should not be allowed on the wrestling team. We're too fragile. Oh, my God. And so it's just this 
straw-ass goddamn feminist bullshit where people think that women who are feminists are still so catty that they couldn't possibly continue to believe in this stuff if something like that happens. Like, if their jealousy will just override whatever kind of feminist nonsense they have in their heads, yeah. and they'll get over it. And it's also so easy I hated to it. lie to them. Like, the episode where Zach goes on this date with this girl, she falls for it immediately. Like, he basically says, like, oh, I have different thoughts about women now than I did before. And she immediately is just like, really? And her eyes get all big, and she starts drooling. And it's just like, <sighs> um, wait, what happened to that other lady? Where is she? <laughs> So yeah, that's the whole wrestling thing. And then at the end, she doesn't learn, you know, to stick by her beliefs no matter what. Instead, she just learns, you know, they aren't dating. And she's like, I'm sorry that I thought you were dating my boy. But of course, she's still this ridiculous character. Like, she still, she would do it again if she thought they were. Oh, yeah, for sure. She would still stand by this whole, never mind, women can't be wrestlers. Uh, anyway. Women and men should be separate. Yeah. yeah so that was that episode. It seems like Hated every it. single episode has its own just, like, huge list of, like, oh, this is problematic. <laughs> oh, and also at one point, this is something that I personally hate. I am sure that there is somebody who weighs 110 pounds and is a successful wrestler who can beat other dudes in their weight class, for sure. Not that you'll find a lot of 110-pound weight class wrestlers, I think. Yeah. I guess there then again, I don't look weights, it up. right? Yeah, there's featherweight. But 110 seems really low. Muscle weighs a lot. It just bothers me so much that people have this standard for athletic women that is so much lower than it should actually be. Like, you can say a woman can weigh 160 pounds. You can say a woman who is, like, over six feet tall can weigh over 200 pounds because that's extremely likely. Yeah. Especially if they're a very muscular woman who weighs over... Uh, just weight is so stupid. Dudes have no idea how much women weigh. Let's talk about the date auction episode. Oh, God. So, Zach is in a date auction, and then the person who wins a date with him is a fat girl. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's the worst. She's so fat. Ugh. But she is actually a really good character up until the very end when she's... She is. Like, no, yeah, no. it is she something where good. it's just kind of like... Because she knows. As soon as she buys the date, she's just like, oh. Yeah. You don't have to, though, which is just, it felt so familiar to me. This guy, you know, he's not really into you. He, like, fakes a back injury or something, and she's like, look, man, I don't want to have to deal with you anymore. I know that I don't look like these other girls that you date. Fuck you, dude. And wanders off. And then the lesson is kind of weird. Like, she ends up, like, basically sticking with her guns, and she's like, I'm going to go to the date, but I'm going to go alone, or I'm going to go to the dance. Um, but I'm going yeah, to go but alone. but I'm going to go alone. And she does. She shows up and he's like, where were you? And she's like, I was in my house. I came alone because you don't want to kiss me and I know it. And then he's like, no, no, I totally do. And so they like dance together. Because of course, earlier he was like chastising his feminist friend for not wanting to go on a date with Screech. It was just like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, if you judge somebody based on their appearances or like, you know, don't want to go out with them based on their appearances, you're a shitbag. But then like, I something. don't think anyone would not go out with Screech based on his appearance. I don't think that's the problem. No, no, no. His appearance is fine. The problem with Screech is Mostly. Screech. Yeah. It's the faces that he makes. It's the sounds. It's his weird sound that comes out of his, his mouth. His choices. It's his deal. But I guess that's the whole point, I think. Is that he's just loads. But not of this episode. Not this time. Just the other times. Right. But this episode is all about appearances, and then in the end, Zach has supposedly learned his lesson, but he hasn't. It's clear that he hasn't. She's just like, you don't want to actually dance with me. Like, somebody walks up and is like, hey, can I cut in? She's like, yeah, go for it. And he's like, no, no, I want to dance with you because I like you. And she's like, really? And then she, like, never shows up again and disappears into the sands of time. 
As do most people that Zach. How generous of Zach to be with. so kind to one fat girl who then clearly like drops out of school or breaks her leg and never comes back. Like that's basically it. Or just it's transfers just, like, schools because, because he can't of date a fat girl permanently. God forbid. Oh, no, no. She he must go on to the next hot chick who wants to. Absolutely absolutely. It can't just be like, no, I do like this fat chick. Let's keep her around. Yeah. Never. Also, so my biggest thing with that episode, though, was the girl who's dumb. Oh. Do you remember that part? Like, there's this guy yeah. who's, like, the smart guy, and he's smart because that part of reasons. That part was done really well. You know, well. like, what does he like? Yeah, he's smart. He likes, um... He likes books and Tolstoy. Yeah, he likes, uh... Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he was reading, like, Catcher in the Rye and stuff, which is like, oh, God, you're yep, that six-year-old boy reading Catcher in the Rye by yourself in the cafeteria. Yeah, we know who you are. And then Asshole. she, like, walks up to him. She thinks he's super cute. So she's like, hey, like, I really like books and stuff. But twice she, like, she makes, like, some faux pas. And it's yeah. supposed to be like, oh, she's so dumb. And it's just kind of like... She has her own interests. She does. But then, you know... She's she br- incredible at fashion. Right. She brings up her interests and then he... But, and, of course, the whole lesson is supposed to be that, like, he is smart but heartless and she is dumb, but she, like, loves her friends, so she's better than well, him. Like, that's kind of, like, what it ended up being. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, why can't she also, like, desire to be smart? I have a feeling, like, this kind of thing is, like, there are these dichotomies that are being built in the heads of teenagers of, like, you can't be smart definitely. and nice, and also, like, you can't be into fashion and smart. Like, things that are just kind but of... But I think another thing is the kind of smart... Because she can still be smart. It's not that she's... I know that teens aren't going to see it this way. But you can see it is that she isn't actually dumb. She just has her own st- like stuff going on. Yeah. She doesn't want to have to read these particular books. It doesn't mean she doesn't want to read anything. But in this show, it probably Yeah, does. and on this show, it's like, either you're smart or you're dumb. There's no, like, in-between yeah. area. But this guy reminded me a lot of the people that you meet. Those dudes who just... They think you have to read a certain set of books in order to be a smart person or in order to be an intellectual. You have to have certain beliefs. Like, you can't possibly want to wear clothes that look nice. Like, you can't, you know, I mean, they might, but they don't want girls to obsess over clothes because that makes a girl dumb. Yeah. It's this whole deal. Like, they read fucking Catcher in the Rye and they sit around thinking they're the smartest man in the world. And if you haven't read it or enjoyed it the correct way, then you are not smart. And yeah. They hate so the it's like the show means so well. It tries, I think, to undermine these stereotypes, but then I think what it's really doing is like telling teenagers the story that they're supposed to believe about their own lives. Exactly. And so you end up with things where like you have a dichotomy in your head where either you can be smart or you can be nice. You can't be both. Or you can be into fashion or smart. Like you can't be both you can't of those things. Be smart and into And so it's no, funny because I feel not. like this is a place where absorbing this kind of culture would be like harmful to your brain. Like something where like you end up with ideas about how the world works that are like so simplified that it makes it seem like you have to make choices about who you are when you're like fourteen, fifteen, and you also can't yeah. explore certain things that you might want to explore because that's just not part of the identity you think you're building for yourself. Exactly. And, like, making fun of certain sets of people for certain things kind of drives people away from the stuff that they might actually be interested in. Sorry, I'm Ooh. eating my lollipop out of my glass of water right now. Oh, I see. Very important Yes, yeah, very important. Teenagers are, I think, going to create these dichotomies anyway. They don't see the world in a lot of gray shades. But maybe they could. But it might be because of the stuff that we ingest like this that doesn't show us the gray shades. Yeah. Or maybe, like, it just those shows gray us shades are present there, I think, but they're just, like, 
confused about how to parse them and I think that's why you end up with so many fucking teenagers who are like awful is they like perceive that the world as it is is not how it's been shown to them and they're like confused about like I've done all of these things I thought I did all of this shit right why does my life not feel like it should so there's this one episode where Zach discovers that he has Native American heritage and it's bad he's like the whitest person ever. He's got blonde hair. He's so white. And then he's trying to do this heritage project that everybody is doing for this class that we don't know what it is. (laughs) He discovers one picture of a Native American man in a box in his house. And it's like, oh, this must be my ancient relative. And then he walks in and gives this super racist presentation on his relative, Uh who he doesn't know. And then the teacher is like, no, go talk to my Native American friend. He'll tell you all about this guy, I guess. And so he goes to this Native American man and gets told all about this guy and then is like, ah, oh, wow, that's cool. So he comes in in an extremely offensive Native American headdress and is like, I'm re- related to this chief guy. But this is supposed to be the good thing. This is supposed to be, oh, he learned. Yeah. But the people writing it didn't bother to learn. No. They just didn't care. And also the fact that he's fucking white. Uh, like, he, like uh, found every white a person. of a Native American guy in his house. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're related to him. It oh, might no, mean it that your relatives That's fucking like killed him. Law. If you find a picture of a Native American guy in your house, you're <laughs> like half Native American. Oh, God. Start speaking the language that you think is your native language, but Chippewa. it's not. Your native language is like German. <laughs> but then, of course, uh, the dude actually, they t- tried to deal with two things. Native Americans and death. Because then this Native American man dies during his presentation, I guess. Okay. And he calls him, and it's like, oh, no, he's dead. Oh, no. And so then he has to deal with the fucking death of this man he just met the day before. And he's like, I've never known anyone who died before. I don't know if I can go to the track meet, you guys. I don't know if but I can go to Native the track American meet. Native American heritage. <laughs> I know. But then his Native American feelings kick in or oh something. He's like, I have the power of my ancestors the great spirit. or something. But then, of course, like the dead guy comes to him in his dream to tell him this. And he's like, oh, gotta go. I'm getting fitted for a pair of wings. And I'm like, did you not think about perhaps he might have Native American afterlife (laughs) deal going on? Oh, God. Did you not think about that? Yeah, anyway, so that was stupid. Also in this episode, the black character, who's the fashion woman, discovers that her relatives were slaves. Yep. And then her feminist friend, who was white, discovers that her relatives were slave traders. Ooh, how do they deal with that? Terribly. Oh, no. Just terribly, because then the white character is overwhelmed with white guilt and then tries to do all kinds of stuff for her friend. Is like, don't worry, uh, did like the lunch is on me, and like, oh, I'll like wax your car or sweep your house or something to make up for my my relatives. And it's like, guys, it ends up with her being like, stop it, you're being insane. Okay. And her being like, okay. That's it. It doesn't really talk about anything, such as, you know. Right, it doesn't really, like, deal with it. It's just kind of, It's just like, like, haha, isn't it so funny? White people shouldn't feel guilty. ancient people. Yeah, no, don't worry, guys. Black people have forgiven you. Oh, God. Anyway, that episode was just a mess. There's also a Say No to Drugs episode. I mean, that was, you know, Say No to Drugs, but the guy who was saying no to drugs was secretly doing drugs. Oh, God. And then, actually, at the very end, the... I guess, head of NBC, they wound up doing a commercial with him in the school. So it was the actual guy in charge of the network that the mm-hmm. show was on who came onto the show to be like, hey, kids, don't do drugs. Look, I'm here with the cast of your favorite show. Don't do drugs. <laughs> it was ridiculous. 
It's fucking ridiculous. I wish somebody had died that episode, though. Yeah. Was it a very special episode? Died due to uh, marijuana intoxication. Cannabis. Oh, uh, no, all that deadly cannabis. You'll OD on marijuana. Well, I guess that's it on my episodes. I saw a lot of them, sadly. So, Abby, uh, what are your highs and lows for Saved by the Bell? My high was the outfits. The outfits. I really enjoyed seeing people in these outfits. Uh-huh. It was something else. Lots of different patterns and colors. Nice. And strange garments. I loved it. Uh, what about your low? Zach trying to learn lessons. Yeah. He never learned anything. You know he didn't. No. He just went back to making the same damn mistakes he always did. He was the worst. Yeah. What about you? What was your low? I mean, high um, and low. Well, one of the storylines in one of the episodes I watched was that the principal thinks that there's a teacher who has a crush on him, but she actually doesn't. And I kind of liked that Aww. the expressions on her face when he was just like, I know that sometimes it can be difficult in relationships like this. And she just like rolled her eyes really big. And I was like, okay, yeah, I like that. And my low, I feel kind of like my low is all of the times that they kind of lean on this trope of like lack of communication being the problem. Like there's some uh, kind of misunderstanding and people don't explain God. enough in time to, like, make it so that it doesn't happen. And it's just kind of like, oh, God. Like, yep. you can see where the plot's going to go, and it's just super obvious. And it's just like, can you just get there? It can just you hurts. Just learn the lesson already? Can I just, can I just skip to the, the end? Yeah. I know how this goes. Anyway, um, yeah, so highs and lows. Uh, what are we going to watch next time? Next time, we're going to watch Dark Shadows. Bum, bum, bum. Not the movie. The old show. Because our mom really likes it. So. Yeah, our mom watched it with us every once in a while when we were kids, and we didn't really, yeah. like, get it. But we didn't get yeah, it. No. We were too young. I could watch Lost in Space, no problem. But God, Dark Shadows, yeah, I didn't, didn't really understand. Get it. it seems like it's one of the, actually, like, one of the first vampire romances. Perhaps. Came before Twilight. We shall have to do... I think it was so. It like, the 70s. It, because in the 70s, it was all horror movies. I mean, it was sexy, but it wasn't, like, a drama with romance. But this is it supposed to be basically a soap opera, but there are Draculas in it. I'm pretty excited, because it sounds like Dracula the series, but with more banging. More banging, or at least sultry looks. And that's, of looks. course, what we needed. And less ridiculous Dracula the series antics. Yeah, this might be a show that I actually watch instead of the last two that I just kind of blew off. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I'm dedicated, unlike my Gosh, sister Gosh, you're so here. dedicated. I am. It's almost like I sit around my house all day watching bad shit anyway. <laughs> and drawing. I draw at the same time. You draw. That's why I need the bad shit While for. you watch bad shit. We're going to get super into Dark Shadows. It's going to be kind of bad, actually. Yeah, I am so excited for Ooh, this. I'm going to start wearing I'm glad we guns. finally got rid of this Saved by the Bell nonsense. Saved by the Bell? More like Saved from the Bell. Booyah! But we weren't saved from well, it. Well, I was. I only watched three episodes. You relied on me to do all the dirty yep. work. Like usual. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, you have a good anyway. next couple of weeks. And yeah. see you for we'll episode later, number folks. 11. Oh, yeah. And if thank you so much to Abby's Patreon supporters who made all of this possible. We couldn't do this without you. Yes, yes. And my beautiful donors. Beautiful, beautiful donors. Thank you. All right, I'm going to play y'all out with uh, this horrible song from this one episode where Zach dreamt that they were all rock stars. Woo! And this was their top of the chart song, Friends Forever. Nope.